You are an entrepreneur, a professional, a speaker, or a coach. And although you've come a long way, it's time for you to take it to the next level. We've got you. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. We'll help you use authority and influencer marketing to build your business stronger and faster by publishing a book. You'll hear from guests that are thought leaders in sales, marketing, networking, communication, social media, promotion, and business leadership. Let's do it. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. And now your host, the extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today, we're going to talk about a topic that we've probably hinted on a few times in the show, but we've never really concentrated on. And that's the power of social influence. So I'm excited for today's conversation because I think it is so underutilized in today's world. Now, Brandon Barnum, he is a serial entrepreneur and CEO of HOA.com, the number one referral network for home service professionals. While a single dad in 1997, Brandon was an early technology innovator featuring real estate property listings from realtors he partnered with and promoted. So no, this isn't a real estate podcast, but you know there is just so much that we can learn by studying other types of businesses as well. After learning the art and science of referrals, Brandon has increased his annual income 10 times, love that one, 10 times, 10X. in 18 months from 20K to 200K. Welcome to the show, Brandon. Oh, thanks, Kim. Happy to be here. Appreciate the invite. So first, just going to ask you a question because it's probably the first one everyone's thinking is, what's social influence? Yeah, it's really about relational equity, right? It's how do you influence community of people and get your message out to as many people as possible? I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, when you talked in your bio about, you know, increasing your annual income 10 times, mm -hmm. I'm actually reading a book right now that's talking about the mindset you need to have to increase your business 10 times right. and how it's actually easier to increase your business 10 times than it is two times. So I'm still reading the book. I'll let you know what I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is a total mindset shift. It really is because when you solve the problem, of or ask the question of how do we increase the income 10 times, you come up with totally different answers than if you're just trying to double or triple your business. Well, the, the one thing this book said, which I found was really interesting was, you know, 10 times in your business is not about doing 10 times the work. No, not at all. No, it's about who, not how oftentimes, who can get this done rather than how do I get this done? Yeah, I just, I, I've been reading it. I, just at the beginning of it. So I haven't mm. quite gotten to the good parts yet. I'm just, oh, it's been one of those crazy few weeks. I'm just looking forward. Well, I'm flying out next week. Okay. Well, audience, it will have been in December. You're listening to this in January. I was flying out to speak. And so I'm thinking, oh, I got a few hours on a plane. Good thing I have books on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're always reading even when you're listening, right, Kim? There you go. So, Brandon, let's talk, let's dive into this a bit. I'm going to have you tell your story in a few minutes, but sure. 
let's dive into this social influence. And, you know, the title is Creating Strategic Alliances. So I would love to sh- for you to share a little bit about that. Yeah, we teach what we call the referral partner blueprint. And it's all about how do you partner with other people and businesses that are already serving your perfect prospects every day? And how do you promote them and they promote you so that you both win together? We say one plus one equals 11. So wasn't expecting that. I know, right? Isn't that fun? So for those of you who are just listening, I just took my one index finger on my left and right, put them together. So you've got 11. So you can kind of visualize what we're showing here for those that are alive. But I came from the mortgage industry and I know we're going to get into my story. But what I found was when I partnered with other professionals and businesses that were serving homeowners and I added as much value as possible to them, they were happy to refer me business because I became the solution to the problems that their clients were facing. And when you do that in your business, you become invaluable and people send you more business and you know what to do with. <laughs> Brandon, I love it. I love it. And, you know, one of the things I love about this is the fact that it's something that anybody can do. You know, in today's world of technology, we get, keep getting like all this technology stuff and it's like, You know, half the time you can't even figure out how to use these things, let alone how to use them. And then in a lot of cases, you know, these shiny objects things are actually against a lot of other places, terms of service. So you use them and then, you know, you get like in Facebook jail and relationships that you can do for free. Huge. And you know, what's interesting, I was just on with a director from a national real estate company. We were just talking about this very issue, right? He said, you know, we've got so many tech tools that are people just don't know what to do. So that's why, I mean, at HOA.com, this isn't about HOA.com, but we've created an automated co-marketing engine. So you set it up one time and then it just works for you automatically. And it promotes you to your partners and your partners to your homeowners. So, you know, that's really the underlying strategy is regardless of whether you're in B2B or B2C, you need to be top of mind following up with your client base consistently so they remember you in that way when they or anyone they know is having the challenge that you solve, you become the solution they recommend. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, and the word you use to consistency, I think that's one of the key words. It's keeping in somebody's mind. I remember when I was first starting with, you know, with RTI publishing and and building it. And sometimes I couldn't track everything and, you know, I'd lose touch with people and different things like that. And, and then I'd find out later that they either went with somebody else or they referred somebody else, you know, as a published company, I'm thinking, but what about me? And then I realized, listen, I haven't connected with this person in a few months and It makes a difference, right? One of the things that we teach is the fortune is in the follow-up. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. And you've got to be getting your market, your message out to the market, because if you're not getting the word to your herd, somebody else is. Yeah, because they need to be fed and they're going to go where they get fed and they're hungry. 
And if you're not following up with them and somebody else is, guess who they're going to choose? Because they're going to naturally assume based on the cadence of communication, the consistency that that person is more professional, even though you might do a better job with the service that you provide. But if they're not hearing from you, they're not thinking about you. And if they're not thinking about you, they're not going to hire you. Well, you know, consistency ties in with another C word called caring. Absolutely. When you're consistent, people feel cared for. When you know, when uh, when someone feels cared for, the law of reciprocity kicks in, right? So now they're they're like, oh, this person's done so much for me. They they've cared about me. They've kept in communication. They've provided me value. They've done all these little things for me. So of course, when the time comes. You're going to be the person because subconsciously they've got to pay you back for all the stuff that you've done for them and how you've cared for them. A hundred percent. You know, one of the things, you know, one of the things that we do is we send little client gifts and the client gifts actually have the client's name on them. Right. But it's all custom for them. Right. It's not about me. It's all about them. So, you know, we send a thank you card or a certificate of accomplishment. It's all about how do we have pro raise their credibility and visibility so that they stand out from the competition. And by adding value to our pros, what, what I tell, tell my team is, look, we're in the business of helping people help people. So that's your job is to help as many people as possible. And one of the things that some people get hung up on, Kim, is they get tripped up by that word sales, right? They don't want to be in sales. They don't see themselves as a salesperson. It feels slimy to them. It feels manipulative. And what I teach is when you just shift your mind from selling to serving, just like you said, Kim, when you're in that servant energy mindset and heart space, now people feel the love and that's when they share you with them. So Brandon, you just gave a golden nugget and I don't think the audience, because you actually mail people things and you customize it and then you put it in the mail. That's right. Audience, I know today's digital world, everything's supposed to be digital, but I don't know about, but I get a parcel in the mail and I just about start drooling. Like, I'm like, I can't wait to open this thing. Like, there is power in physically mailing things to people. It's huge. You know, here's what the question I ask is, have you ever had a package on your front steps that you didn't? And the answer is no. 100% of the time, if there's a box, not a letter, not a postcard, but a box on your front doorstep, you're going to open it. And when it's got your name on it, it feels special. And you notice this doesn't even have our, it has our logo on it, but very small, right? We're not the focus. They're the star of the show. Too many people are trying to make their company the star of the show. And it's not about you. It's a. I got to say, the only time I haven't opened a box, though it has been incredibly tempting, is when the postmistress, which happened on a regular basis, delivered boxes to the wrong addresses. <laughs> yeah, don't oh. open those boxes. <laughs> okay, fair enough, Kim. Fair enough. Only open the boxes that are addressed to. That's a fair point. <laughs> Don't be a porch. But it is tempting. You're looking at this like, oh, I wonder what they got. It's almost Christmas, right? As we're recording this, you're like, okay, what Santa delivered me? <laughs> <laughs> 
Brandon, uh, we're going to take a quick ad break, but when we like, I, I um, for you to share a bit of your story with us. And, uh, quick ad break. I want to let you know about the Create and Scale method to writing, publishing, and producing books that converts readers into clients and helps you scale your business. We'll be back. Writing and publishing a book that converts readers into clients and scales your business is hard, but it doesn't have to be. Get my free checklist at bit.ly forward slash create and scale that will show you what you need to do to have your book become a well-converting lead generating tool. Welcome back, Brandon. We've just been having this amazing conversation and about you know, creating these strategic alliances and how it's all about the relationship and how it's about serving other people and even just some unique ways that you're doing it. But let's take back a bit. I, I would love for you to just share for a few minutes a little bit more about. Yeah, you know, I got started after college. I found out in college that you don't have to be married to so I had a kid at 22, and by 24, I was a single dad. I had full custody of my son. His mom had gotten hooked on drugs, and so I took over, stepped in, and and all of a sudden, I found myself having more month left at the end of the money, and I'm sure everybody can relate to that, right? I was I was earning $20,000 a year, and I had to make a change. So I ended up getting in the mortgage tree after bouncing some mortgage checks and payments to my mortgage company. But I got in the mortgage industry and I had somebody mentor me in the art and skills, uh, art and science of what I now call raving referrals. So that's what I teach because within 18 months, I was able to 10X my income from 20000 to $200,000 a year. And ever since then, I've been on a mission to help as many people as possible 10X their income as well. Mm. What was the hardest part? Ooh, you know what the hardest part is entering an entirely new industry where you know nothing and no one, right? I was in my 20s. I didn't have a big social network and the mortgage industry is tough. Like you have to learn all of this information about all these different mortgage programs and how to qualify and how income verification works and credit scoring and all this technical stuff. And then you've got to figure out how to win people's trust in one of their largest financial transactions ever. So you got the technical plus kind of the sales relational side. And I'm a fairly smart guy, but I felt like an idiot for the entire first year in the business because every day someone would be asking me questions I didn't know. So after about a year, I got more comfortable, you know. By the end of, I started in May of 2017. And by the end of that second year, at the end of 2018, I looked at all of the transactions I had closed and I, I took assessment of all of the people that had sent me business. And just one of those referrals generated $50,000 in income to me. So that's when I was sold on the power of again, what I call raving referrals. And it's the power of partnerships. Don't build your business alone. Find people that you know, like, and trust that are in a complementary industry and add value to them so they promote you. You know, I've just, I've got all these questions. So I'm just determining what question do I ask next? Probably a question that, that's coming to mind is, is, you know, how do you create those relationships? Because mm -hmm. there's, you know, especially, you know, when when money's tight, you know, you kind of need money now. 
yet you know it takes the time to create these relationships. So you're trying to create the relationship, but you're trying not to put, but you know, you really need the money and, and you know, try so it, it can be hard, you know, oh, to yeah. keep the motives and, 100%. and, you know, keep going forward. As we talked about on the last segment, the fortunes in the follow-up. And here's one of the keys of follow-up is I want everyone that's listening to never say, never call somebody up and say, hey, I'm either just checking in or I'm just following up with you. Okay. That is a taker mentality. What I mean by that is you always want to show up offering value. So before you pick up a phone, before you send a text or a social DM, find some way that you're going to help them. You've got an idea, an introduction. One of the things I love doing is inviting people to events. So if I'm going to attend an event, I never go alone. I'll invite other people. Now, even if they don't decide to join me, I get credit for inviting them to an event. Afterwards, I get to tell them about the event. So it's kind of a two for one. Now, if they actually attend the event, now we work the event together and I get crystal clear on who they're looking to meet because I always want to have a plan. I never go to a networking event just stumbling and bumbling my way through. You go with an agenda with a mission. Who is it that you're looking to meet? Get crystal clear on that and then share that with your networking buddy, the person who joined you at the event. And also one of the golden nuggets that it took me years to learn is go introduce yourself to the people hosting the event and let them know who you're looking to connect with. They know all the people in the room typically, and it's a shortcut to success because they'll go right over and introduce you to the best person in the room. And now you've got a raving referral, an introduction from somebody saying, hey, Kim, you have got to meet Kim. Well, I mean, think of it this way. It's, you know, in a, a network meeting and many times, you know, the people who run these network meetings, you know, are either looking for paid memberships or different things like that. So when new people in, you know, they are anxious to us. And, you know, if you go up and you introduce yourself and you let them know who you're looking for, many times they're going to go out of their way to make sure that you at least make one connection so you keep coming. Every single time. That's their whole reason for being there is to help you get connected. But most people overlook that. They go and check into the event and they might have a little conversation, but they're not enrolling those people at the registration desk saying, hey, you know what, Kim, pleasure to meet you. I'm here because I'm looking for a great CPA that I can refer clients to. Who's the best CPA that you have here in this location? And they'll take you right to them. And now when you've got that endorsement and introduction, you're not starting cold. You're saying, hey, you know, Joe, pleasure to meet you. Beth at the registration desk, she can't say enough good stuff about you. You know, I'd really love to learn more because I've got a lot of clients who could use your services. Use that as bait and they'll be attracted because everybody's looking to attract more. Where do we go from here? How about the art of the ask? You know, one of the questions that people often ask me is when it comes to referrals, what's the biggest gap that I see or challenge? Mm -hmm. And it's asking for referrals. And so we've created a super easy way for you to ask for referrals in a way that's comfortable for you and most importantly, comfortable for your clients. So there's three steps, super easy. 
Number one, set the stage. Number two, listen for referral triggers. And number three, you're going to AA to GET. Okay, so let's unpack that real quick. <laughs> right? That's it. how it was taught to be my, my mentor, Mark Victor Hansen, the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. So I give him credit and I say it the same way he taught it to me. But setting the stage is when you first have a new client that you're working with, before you let them walk off out of your office or off that Zoom call, just say, hey, before I let you go, can I ask you for a favor? They'll all say either yes or maybe tell me more, right? Because everybody wants to. And what you want to then say is, well, just so you know, most of my business comes by referral and we're so committing to wowing you with our but once we have, I'd like to ask you for referrals at a later date, not now, but later on, once we've shown you the impact of our service, would that be it? Now, mm. you'll get 100% yes to that because you're not putting them on the spot. You're not asking them for a referral now. You're basically saying, look, I'm going to do an amazing job so good that you're going to have no choice but to tell everybody you know of me, right? <laughs> so you're kind of setting the stage and letting them know you're going to care of them. Now, step two, you're listening for the referral trigger. And a referral trigger is basically an expression of appreciation. Wow, this looks so good. Kim, thank you for helping me you know, create this amazing book. This turned out better than I could have ever imagined. Okay, So whatever your service is, you're listening for a thank you or a wow. And you can really manufacture those wow moments if you're intentional about it. But once you get that wow, then you're going to step three, A-S-K to G-E-T. Kim, I'm so glad that you've said that. Remember at the beginning when we first started working together, I told you that I was going to wow you with our service. And now that you've experienced it for yourself, I'd love to help the people that you care about because I just love helping people get their book out in the world or whatever service and solution you provide. So when you set the stage, listen for referral triggers and A-S-K to G-E-T, everyone feels comfortable and you'll even get more referrals right on the spot. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, I think we're going to switch gears here. I want to make sure that we have some time to, to talk about your book. So first of all, tell us the name of your book and where can people get it? And yeah. So my book is raving referrals. I actually have three books, but for most of you, you can go to ravingreferrals.com or you can find it on Amazon or any of those. We've also released raving referrals for dentists. So if you're a dentist and you happen to be listening, go to raving referrals or go to Amazon, you'll find it. And we're getting set to release raving referrals for mortgage pros. We've got about 20 different titles that we'll be releasing over the next two years, but ravingreferrals.com has all the info. And it also has our referral score quiz. And this is super quick. It'll take you one, maybe two minutes, but you're gonna self assess your score of how you rate on the top 10 referral best practices. And it'll take you a minute or two and you'll instantly see some holes in your business that you didn't even know about. But once you know, you can't. <laughs> Oh, it, it's funny you said that. I, I had a situation recently where I just saw something that I really wish I could have unseen and I haven't been able to unsee it yet. Oh, no. I'm not sure you want to bring that in the room, but man, I wish I was in your I, I can't tell you what happened. 
No, well, but so what we see thing. is people don't know what they don't know, right? And exactly. so there's a lot of blind spots in our business. And that's why we did the referral score quiz. Cause I'm like, look, if in two minutes I can help somebody identify a gap that they didn't even know that that is there, as soon as you understand, like two of the ways that I was horrific, like I should have had a big tattooed L on my forehead is I wasn't thanking people for referrals and I wasn't following up with people and giving them updates. And this happened. Uh, I, I became aware of it one day when I had a former client who was a VP at Intel and he had done like three mortgages with me. And he calls me up one day and says, Hey, Brandon, I just want to check in and see how things are going with Tim, you know, Stevens or whatever his name was. And I said, Oh, they're great. We just closed on his loan to go. And then there was this big pause. Oh, and he says, do you mind if I give you a little bit of coaching? I'm like, yeah, man. Feedback is a breakfast of champions. What do you got? He says, well, number one, it's a really good idea to thank people who refer you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the biggest. And he says, number two, it's also a good idea to update them as to what's going on with the people that they sent you. And it was such a gap for me. But once he told me that, I immediately created referral thank you cards. I, I, at that point, had my own mortgage company. I had 30 loan officers working for me, and I created these referral cards. So anytime any of our people got a referral, they could quickly send out a thank you note. So those, that's just one example, but those blind spots in your business are costing you tons of money. And if you can identify them and solve them quickly, that's where you get to success fast. I think, Brandon, we could probably talk for a very long time about all of this, but I would be doing my audience a disservice if I didn't ask you the question that I ask every single author that comes on the show. So are you ready, Brandon? I am. Okay. What was the good, the bad, and ugly about writing, editing, and publishing, at least that first book? Wow. So um, number one, I wrote every word. I didn't hire a ghostwriter. I just, you know, spent the month of December 2020 kind of holed up in my house and and got it done. Because uh, what else do you have? <laughs> well, running a tech company takes a little bit of time, but right. It, it was a priority. And what I realized is that the clients that we're serving, they needed this book. They needed to have a blueprint of how to build their business. The tech platform that we've built is what to do, but you have to understand the why before you do the what. So, so that was a big um, we've made a ton of updates to the book since. So, you know, I love the fact that with Amazon, for example, print on demand, that you can make changes to the book. That was the good. The best part was the credibility and the authority, right? So if you're thinking of writing a book and you haven't written one yet, get it done. Hire Kim, get it done. Because once you do, you're in a totally different category of people. Now, companies will hire me and pay me to come speak where they will fill an audience of my perfect I, I was just in Las Vegas last Friday and I was at the Allegiant Stadium. This is where the Las Vegas Raiders play the football. And this is the second time I've been to that stadium. The first time was in February when I was hired by a dental company that paid and paid for my hotel and put me up in the Bellagio for two nights, three nights in Vegas, 
And then they invited me to this private event where they had rented out the entire Allegiant. So the first time that I was at Allegiant Stadium, I was down catching a touchdown in the end zone of the Raiders Stadium. I was on the 50-yard line getting a photo of the pirate. And the only reason I was in that room is because an author. And as an author and as a speaker, it changes the game. So if you haven't written your book, hire Kim and get Wow, Brandon. One of the things I love about your story is, is, that, you, is that you use your book to build your business. Yes, brochure. Yeah, love it. I love it. I love I tell, it. We actually send a free copy of the book to every new pro that going to HOA.com. And if they sign, if they sign up for a larger package, we send them five or ten copies, actually eleven copies of the book, one for themselves and one for each of their ten referral partners. Am I doing that? Number one, I'm doing that because I want them to really be empowered. I want them to understand what it will be like yeah. once they build their referral partnerships and they have a steady slow uh, flow of clients coming to them on a consistent basis. But two, I also want to give them something they can give away, right? We teach people to give the gift of you. Find a way that you can give something to other people where they will take it and they will give it to their clients and customers and endorse you in advance. If I mean, imagine if people were giving away your book to their clients, how many more clients would you attract to your business? It's a game changer. <laughs> You didn't know this was going to be an ad for your, your program, right? <laughs> oh, Brandon, we are just about out of time. So what I would love for you to do is share a thought with us. And uh, you've already told us we go to ravingreferrals.com, but share with us some other ways people can connect with you if they've really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, sure, you bet. And I hope you have enjoyed it. I hope it's been entertaining and more importantly, empowering. But the number one thing that I see as a gap for people is they're not clear on what they want in life. And they're living life by default rather than life by design. I mentioned earlier, my mentor is Mark Victor Hansen, Suit for the Soul. Uh, this man has sold over 600 million books. And what he taught me back on May 18th, 2004, when I first met him, is he challenged me to write down my goals. And so I went to a beach the following week and I wrote 338 goals. These are not the same goals. These are my current goals, but you'll see I have them printed out. They're on my desk. I review them consistently because crystal clear what it is that I want to achieve, to attract, to manifest, to experience. And by getting clarity, clarity is power. So if you don't have written goals, put it in writing carve an hour out and just write down what you want to accomplish by when you have to have a date that you want to accomplish it by, because that's putting the universe to work uh, on your behalf. And then the other thing uh, that I would say is if you're not yet an author, make sure that's on your list. Make Maybe it's the top number one goal of your list of your to-dos because it will change your business. Uh, as you asked me where to find me. So in addition to raving referrals, you can go to brandonbarnum.com. You see my name on the screen. I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes. 
brandonbarnum.com has a link to the referral score quiz. It has a link to the referral partner blueprint. We'll give you this whole thing for free. And if you go to brandonbarnum.com, you can download that, no cost. It's kind of the Cliff Notes version of the Raving Referrals book. Cause I'm like, not everybody is gonna take the time to read, but this can read while you're on a, an hour plane ride and you're done and you've got the actual scripts, like who to call and talk to, what to say, and how to promote each other so that you have more business. Brandon, it has been such a pleasure having you on the show. Audience, if you are considering writing a book in 2024 and you're just not really sure if you're right, but you want to do some preliminary work, you're going to email me at kim at author to authority and say, listen, I'm thinking of being a book, but not sure yet. I have a, a course that I work with you individually through that's just going to help you determine A, if to write a book, and but B, if you are done, we're done. You have everything you need to write the outline of your book. So send me an email at kim at author to authority.com. Let me know that you're thinking about writing. We will, we will schedule a time to speak. Brandon, do it. it. Do it. <laughs> Brandon, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, Kim, it's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Audience, if you've enjoyed today's episode, I'm going to recommend to you that you go back. Now, you're going to be scanning back a long time if you're podcast app. I want you to scan back to episode 392, Can I Borrow Your Car with Mike Garrison? He is a dear friend and client of mine. And, you know, uh, definitely get Brandon's book, Raving Referrals, but also go back and listen to this episode and get Mike's book, Can I Borrow Your Car? I promise you both books will just totally, completely change your mindset on referrals and help you to 10 times your business in 18 months. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you know the routine. I'm never sure where my daughter puts it on the screen somewhere and if you're on your podcast app well you'll be scanning back quite a bit because like we're episode like 460 something or 40 something um not sure because we're recording it in december and it's coming out in january but you're going to be scanning back a bit but do it. it the episode is well worth listening to audience thank you so much for listening i love being on the show and being able to help you to take your to the next level have a great day, and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. You've been listening to the Author to Authority podcast. The extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder, has helped over 200 entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches write and publish their books that have become incredible marketing tools for their business. And many of those have gone on to become Amazon best-selling authors and have used their books to land high-level clients and get on big stages. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.author2authoritypodcast.com. See you next time.